holy shit, the fucking world just fell around us and everything is going wrong all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And you just get sucked into this vortex of fear and I can't get paid right now because nobody can pay us because <laughs> the websites are offline and all of these kinds of things. And for her, she talked about how she had, was going through, she had an abusive relationship. She had a child. She had a lawsuit. She had her business, like the, like she lost a half a million dollars in one day, like all this kind of stuff, which is insane. I, that's terrifying to me. But like she said, I will not drown in a puddle. And what, the, what I took that to mean is it's really difficult for us to take a step back when you're in the moment and understand this is not the end of the world. This is something that is happening right now, but let's take a step back from that. Can we see the bigger picture while we're going through the shit? And that's so hard to do. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. LL here, just popping in real quick because we've got something at the very end. We got some outtakes for you. You know, those things, those like funny bloopers that they put in the movies at the end of the credits. Well, we got those too, because I'm not perfect and I make a lot of mistakes and you get to hear them on these episodes. <laughs> Enjoy. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the reframing convo I had with Beate Chalette in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause us now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. And by the way, patting myself on the back, I didn't make a single mistake reading the script. <laughs> I only took a hundred, what is this, 200 episodes? Anyways, 195. 195. Just took 195 episodes. Anyways, all right, here's the deal, y'all. Brad clearly took over the sheets today <laughs> because today is apparently International Plant Appreciation Day. Heck yes, it is. And Brad is over here cheesing out about his cactus garden. <laughs> and by that, I mean he's got a big smile on his face and he's spending more time with his cactuses. And you, do you want to make his day? Because he does want you to make his day. He wants you to send pictures of your cactuses and succulents to the Be It Podgram. So be it underscore, be it pod, you'll find it. And uh, send your cactus and succulent pictures or send someone else's. If you're taking a walk and you see an amazing succulent, send it because that's what Cactus Daddy is asking for. Wow, Brad. Okay. Hey, we let you produce an episode and this is what happens. Trouble. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next week is an OPC members only challenge. Yep, that's right. We are doing the challenges again. We know how much you like the hunter with me, but they will be members only from now on. And that's, that's how they're going to be. And I'm excited about it. And if you hate that, you're missing out on a great community. Yeah. Come on over and join us. Totally. And next month is actual Pilates Day is May 6th. What that means, it's International Pilates Day. So just do Pilates on that day. You don't have to make a big deal about it, but we are going to make a big deal about it. And stay tuned. We'll be telling you. If you are getting the emails for the pod or for OPC or for Prof Pilates, you will hear about it. I promise. And if you're following us on the gram, you will hear about it. So stay tuned. Yeah, but I'm really excited. Calling. We wanted to go through some of our upcoming trips because we're bopping all around the world. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to run down real quick. 
what's coming up over the next like seven months. Grab your calculator, your calculator. Huh? Yeah, grab those calculators. Grab your calendar <laughs> and also know where you live. And here, go Brad. Yeah, okay. May, we are going to be in Seoul, South Korea at Balanced Bodies POT. And we're going to be at a booth there talking about our flashcards. Well, I'm presenting two workshops. One of them is with Erica Quest and one of them flying solo. And yes, we're bringing the flashcards. So this is the first time the flashcards are going to be available in Asia. So this is huge. And they're, they're only... still going to be in English, the cards. Yeah. But we're going to be there in Korea with the cards for the first time. Yeah. But hey, I know you like the YouTube videos and those are in English too. We're working on it, but we're really excited. There's going to be a limited amount. So make sure you get there first. Love it. Next, July, we are going to be in the UK. Wanted to give you the heads up. We're actually going to be doing a touring over there. And we're going to be up in Leeds. And we want everyone to come if you're in Ireland or a quick hop over from like Amsterdam or up from Paris or something. We're going to be doing a weekend workshop at Claire Sparrow's location. Mm -hmm. And you can get on the wait list at opc.me slash UK, opc.me slash UK. And also you want to get on that wait list ASAP because we're only going to allow those on the wait list and agency members to get the early bird rate. And we're going to announce that in a week. So yeah. do that today. Do not pass go. Don't go, oh, I was supposed to do that. Do it now. It's a great way to practice taking action. Then we've got August. We're going to be doing a West Coast tour in the United States. All that stuff is still TBD. So just get on the wait list there for opc.me slash tour. opc.me slash tour. West Coast in the States. Yeah, West um, Coast in the United States yeah. in the month of August. In September, we are going to be in Poland. So we're just bopping around. Yeah, here. so it's our first time back in Europe since 2019, 2018, I think, for those places. And also, if you're listening to this in real time, we're telling you to stay tuned for the link to sign up. But actually, the link should have been announced two weeks ago in a newsletter to you. So please... Another reason to open your email because there's something fun inside yeah. and we will be bringing flashcards to Poland. Yeah, we'll be bringing flashcards and we are going to be hosted. Someone else is hosting the event. So Leslie's going to be teaching. Yeah, Joel nice. Crosby and Karen Frischman are both, I'm teaching with them and then Jay is going to join us virtually. So it's some pretty badass teachers. Yeah, I'm it's going to be an saying, awesome event. Just saying. October. October, we're going back to our favorite place in the world, Cambodia. Cambodia. And if you've ever wanted to do a retreat, a Pilates retreat, or you just need a damn vacation, come join us. It's the most incredible experience. I guarantee you, you will talk about it for the rest of your life. And you will have so much fun even just like getting ready to like be excited about it. Like signing up now would be great. But we had someone sign up because she's like, I need to do something for myself. Yeah, just is, literally just yesterday. Absolutely. And yep. just so you know, y'all, it is once you land at the airport, we've got you. We yep. have a truck driver picking you up. So you do not have to be an experienced traveler. You just have to actually get to the same airport and we've got you covered. Yeah, it's going to be great. Go to lesleylogan.co slash retreat. All of these are in the show notes, everyone. If you are like, I can't type that fast. <laughs> They're all in the show notes. You can just actually click them. And then finally, in November, Leslie is going to be teaming up with Erica Quest again, but in Miami. Yeah. So a lot of stuff about Miami hasn't been released at this exact moment, but there is something that Eric and I are doing in Miami. And then there's an actual Miami POT. Oh, yeah. And then I'll be there for the POT in Miami. And you'll be there for just, the POT in Miami. They're separate events, but they're back to back. Yeah, they're back to back. So basically, like all the more reason to like get our emails because yeah. then you won't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> there's just some things we can't announce and some things we can't. All yep. I can say is Miami POT is in November and Eric and I will be in the vicinity, if not there. <laughs> so if you ever wanted to hang out, we would love to meet you at any of these things or all of these things. 
travel with us around the oh world. It'd be so fun. Please do. So fun. <laughs> it's, you won't be the first person. So, you know, may as well. I love it. Okay. Did we have a question this week? We did. Okay. okay. So this came actually because I thought this is funny and I thought it'd be fun for us to talk about because I posted us traveling back from Mexico. I posted a picture Yeah. and I did look glamorous. I'm not going to lie. And <laughs> someone wrote, do you actually travel in that outfit? And I was like, oh yeah. And I, then I made me think, what do people travel in? And so I thought it would be really fun to just talk about what clothes to travel in because we are traveling so much. And I think it's a, I, people travel in their pajamas all the time now. No one's dressed up for the airport and people used to dress up for the airport. No, like literally suit and tie dress up. Yeah. Like I, the kids would be wearing a button down. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying like that I don't wear leggings on the actual plane sometimes, especially when we have red eyes. Like I have these, I'll be really honest. I don't have a link for them anymore because they're not doing affiliate links, but Carbon 38s. Their pants are hands down the best thing to travel in. I love the high waist, love the low waist. And if you get them in black, they go with everything. And I will wear those if I have an overnight flight with a cute top that's comfortable and then a cute sweatshirt that also looks like a jacket. And that way I can sleep on the plane, but I can look ready to go once we land. And the other thing we do for overnights when like we have to travel like a little bit more comfortable, because I still like to look nice, I'll wear really cute shoes that are also comfortable. So yeah, this requires you finding comfortable, cute things. Okay, so put that on your list. <laughs> but it's they're out there. They exist, especially tennis shoes. Cute tennis shoes totally exist. However, here's another thing. Y'all, there are credit cards out there that are connected to lounges. Oh, yeah. And this, this is something you do not have to be first class flyer to get into lounges. You can have a Platinum Amex. And don't even get on me about the fee because guess what? You can actually get paid back with all these deals. Like we were getting... Discount. It's like 700 bucks a year, okay? Yeah. But what happens is we get $200 in Uber credits. We get a discount on our, our phone bill. We get a this, we get a that, we get a whatever. Yeah. At the end of the year, it's paid for itself yeah. with how we're using it. And we get access to lounges all over the world. Yeah, and trust me, it's like luxury. Oh, being in a lounge at an airport, I don't want to sound so relaxing. snooty. I, I want you to want this for yourself. Yeah. It is so relaxing. And so it makes you want to also just look a little cute because you're going to sit in the lounge, have a free drink. Yes. Yeah, and free food. Free food. Dude, the Centurion Lounge in Las Vegas, we will actually go early just to get there because <laughs> they'll have Brussels sprouts with bacon and dates. It's phenomenal. So anyways, going back to the question. So then when I'm, but if I'm doing daytime travel, absolutely, I will try to dress for the occasion that I'm actually arriving for so that I'm already there in that outfit. So if I'm going to go to a, like I'm about to leave to go to She Who Wins for Renee Bauer's event. And I will have an overnight flight, but I will absolutely have a jacket that I can throw on top of the outfit. So when I land and I get in my friend's car to drive this fancy, fa fabulous female event, I will look sweet and hot enough to get to the hotel room because I don't want to be checking into the hotel looking like I just got off a bus. I want right. to look frumpy, like... Frumpy, frumpy. And it helps you be until you see it in an event that could honestly intimidate you. Yes, when I travel, I have made a, a point in the last several years to just, let's treat this like an event as opposed to, oh gosh, I'm going to sit. Because yes, coach sucks. I, I'll, I hear you. But like, how can I make coach just a little bit more fun? And I'm telling you right now, here's what's so fun. Domestic yeah. coach sucks. Domestic coach sucks. Fly to, don't worry. Chris, Chris Airlines is not coming around going, you guys said we suck. No, we love you, Singapore Airlines. Thank you so much. <laughs> but- when you fly and you actually dress up just a little bit, I'm not talking heels, but when you dress up just a little bit, 
the flight attendants are so shocked. Yeah, yeah. And they treat you better in coach. And they yeah. already treat you like shit. But let me tell you, I get a free can every time I sit down. Like, I put the lipstick on. You don't have to, like, anyways. Yes, I always travel like that. I'm trying to make it more of a point. It's a new habit. And you can find easier ways to do this. There are some really amazing dress pants out there that are made out of stretchy clothes. So go find them. My ads hey, are guys always too. showing up. You know, like when you're in jeans and, you know, I'm a slim fit kind of guy, there are now, like, stretchy slim fit jeans so that when you're sitting for 10 hours on a yeah. plane you can still look I rad just got but not an, feel like i just got showed an ad about that and sent it, i sent him to you i was like you need to get these pants so anyways <laughs> y'all i hope this helps you i don't want to come off arrogant about the lounges thing but i also want to say like it's hard to feel confident all the time there are little things you can do that will make you feel better about yourself and dressing up for an occasion when you see yourself in a mirror and you don't look haggard off a plane because trust me that's like those airplane bathrooms those lights are just meant to make you look like shit if you just look <laughs> a little bit put together you're going to be more excited about where you're going and you're going to feel like a little bit more awesome so at any rate thank you for that question you can send all your questions whatever they have to do with including what i wear on the plane to the be it pod wherever to you follow us okay now let's talk about beate chalette from bankruptcy to break even in three months, Beate Chalette is a woman who refused to fail and turned her passion for photography into a global business. She now works with visionaries and thought leaders to grow their audience as a growth architect and stands by utilizing your unapologetic value proposition for impact in the world today and in your workplace. Yeah, I thought she was a badass. Listening to her talk, tell her story, was I felt a massive parallel with my own story mm -hmm. because I also came from the creative world. She's got a photography degree, but ended up working at a magazine and she quickly became the editor of the magazine because she is a systematics, like systematic approach mm -hmm. is how she addresses things. And people kept saying, how did you do that? How'd you do that? And she's like, I don't know. What are you talking about? I just did it. And that's how I felt too. And it took me a long time to actually put my finger on my strength that my superpower is when shit is hitting the fan, I am able to see the path through the insanity, right? And I worked in a high stress environment and a lot of people would just like freeze and blank and like nothing would happen. And I have this understanding of how to see all the moving parts and then figure out the best way through. And it sounds to me like that's basically, she created a systematic approach for stuff and was well, able to take her creativity, but eh. shift it into the workplace. I want to point out what you just said, because going to that. So one of the things I love that she said was like, pull out your unapologetic value proposition. So basically like you got to know your strengths and you actually have to boast is the wrong word, but like you just should stand be, by them, stand by them, you know get, them, get known for them. Like yeah. literally if you listen to podcasts, you probably have heard some people go the same person go on many different podcasts, right? If you listen to them on podcast versus my podcast versus another person's podcast they'll probably say a very similar thing because they're probably promoting a book or something like that however you will actually you actually probably know what lewis house's unapologetic value proposition is you probably know what Lori harder's is you probably know what ed my or oh you, everyone knows what oprah's are so like the reality is because why they repeat it they actually say it yeah and so what she is saying is it's really easy to actually before i go into what she's saying you just said, like, she was asked, how did you do that? Oh, my gosh, how did you get that done? And you said that. How did you get that done? 
if you don't know what your value proposition is to be unapologetic, it is absolutely what people keep thinking you do so easily. Yes. That's literally what it is. It's how Profiles got started. If you've been listening to Pot a long time, you already know this. So I'm not going to feed a dead dog, a profitable horse. <laughs> but, but somebody asked me, how did you do that? And other people are like, it's so easy for you. And I'm like, what are we talking about? So that's how I learned what I could do so differently. That was my value proposition to that team. So you need to figure out what yours is and then be unapologetic. And if somebody criticizes you for doing it, you actually have to, you actually have to stand up for yourself. And if people are going, oh, must be nice for you because blah, 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 you can go back to Melissa Dolman's podcast episode and just go, oh, why don't you think you can do that for yourself? That's a really good point. I think that the other thing where I really connected with her was like, she asked herself, like, I don't know, how come I can do that thing? And understood, oh, innately, this is my strength. But what revealed that for me was when I took StrengthsFinders 2.0 mm -hmm. test, mm -hmm. I, I saw my top five and I was like, oh, I do those things. And I didn't even know I was doing those things. And suddenly it was so clarified for me. It changed, changed literally my life. So I love that. I think that is great. And I love how she calls it her unapologetic value prop. And in her mind, she actually coaches a lot of women who, it sounds to me like they're in corporate, some kind of corporate culture, who are getting the age old like bullshit. Oh, you're being so emotional today kind of thing. Or they're being challenged. Oh my gosh. You all and have she... to go back to that part of the conversation because she had great ways to literally say it back to them in a way that makes them look like an idiot and yeah. you can move on. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but, but with what she did with the, like, if they're being criticized, she said, Hey, it's not a problem to know that this is not your strength. This is not your forte. And your response should simply be, Hey, that's so funny. Isn't that obvious that this is not my strength? No problem. That's why I was hired to do A, B, C, and D not whatever the hell it is that you're criticizing me for. So why don't we just transfer that over to who actually kicks ass at that thing, they can win, and then I can go back to what I know I'm good at. And yeah, I remember like somebody wrote when I released my book, which I did have an editor, and they wrote an Amazon review. It's a great book, but there's several grammar mistakes. Wish they weren't there. And I wrote, it's a good thing I wasn't writing an English book. Because I wasn't. I was not writing an English book. And the grammar errors that were there, we've now fixed them, y'all. They're fine now. But they did not change. It's not like an Oxford comma where, like, I could have had a lawsuit that I lost a lot of money. They did not change the lesson you were supposed to be learning. It was just, like, a stupid little wrong period, whatever. So I really like that because you're not supposed to be perfect at everything. You can't read my handwriting. I wasn't brought here to write your things on a chalkboard. I was here to bring my ideas. Thank you. <laughs> you know, anyways, that. anyways, I yeah, love it. So what, when, what she said that really I was drawn to was I will not drown in a puddle. She said this as like an offhand thing that I think she was told and she adopted it. And it made me think back to an experience that we have recently gone through where our websites went offline and all you can see in the moment is holy shit. The fucking world just fell around us and everything is going wrong all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And you just get sucked into this vortex of fear and I can't get paid right now because nobody can pay us because <laughs> the websites are offline and all of these kinds of things. And for her, she talked about how 
she had was going through she had an abusive relationship she had a child she had a lawsuit she had her business like the like she lost a half a million dollars in one day like all this kind of stuff which is insane I, that's terrifying to me but like she said i will not drown in a puddle and what the, what i took that to mean is it's really difficult for us to take a step back when you're in the moment and understand this is not the end of the world. This is something that is happening right now, but let's take a step back from that. Can we see the bigger picture while we're going through the shit? And that's so hard to do, right? Mm -hmm. But here's what can happen with this. Because she ended up going through those experiences, she was then, she was introduced to the SBA, which is the Small Business Administration. She actually took her business plan in, sat down with them, and guess what they did? They helped her rewrite her business plan. I didn't even know they did that. That is the craziest thing. So well, they said, that business person is amazing. We've had somebody go to the SBA going, this will never work. And I'm like, person so is a dream killer. But she, she had, had an one. opportunity where she went in and they actually helped her rewrite the business plan. And then after they did that, they helped her find a loan, right? For us, when, when our websites went offline, what it forced us to do was go back and actually look at the foundation of the code of the websites and rethink how we were doing things. Because the reality is, even though we were being very intentional about how we were building things, it wasn't something that could scale to handle 10 million people coming to the website. Now we got attacked by a bot. I wish that we had 10 million visitors to the site, but the reality is if we had 10 million people coming to the site, it wouldn't have worked then. Even well, though even we were it, in the shit, we had it forced us to people, redo like, things. Yeah. We just, we, when we were building it, we just didn't we didn't have, we didn't have the knowledge of what was scalable until, so everything happens the way it's supposed to. But if you are like literally screaming and kicking around in a puddle and not taking a moment to just go, oh, I can actually put my feet down. And trust me, Take it might not feel like a puddle. Okay. No. I'm not, I'm, no, it won't. The, the intent here is not to minimize any of the experiences that you're going through, but what the point is, what you're going through, you need to zoom out and you need to look at, at things from a, a wider lens. And that is going to help you have perspective. I think having people you can actually talk about it with that are not emotionally involved. So not talking like family or even friends. I'm talking like just someone else. This is why it's so nice for agency members because like their answers are not directly involved in the other person's business, but That's their true. answers can absolutely make the person feel seen and heard yep. in a way that A, makes them not feel like they're crazy. But B is like, hey, this is happening to a lot of people where they can exhale and go, oh. Yeah. And like just like having that moment, like luckily we were around a ton of business people when it happened and we're just able to say this and they're like, oh, is it this? Have you thought about these things? And it wasn't too much information where it was like, oh my gosh, please stop. We're just working on it. But it was enough for people to go. We felt seen. It sucked. And, yeah. and then we were able to go, well, who can we hire that could help us with this? And it's actually ended up being a really great thing for us. It will be greater a year from now. We're still recovering from it. But, but also what you mentioned about community can be incredibly helpful, whether those are your peers, you can also have a coach, right? So a business coach, mm -hmm. you can also have a therapist if it's personal and mm -hmm. not work related. So it is incredibly valuable to get a third party perspective. So yeah. I love that point. Yeah. Yeah. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past three years, we've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed with water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel totally energized and it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. 
That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Yeah, and you're probably wondering, like, how can you actually do it? No exceptions. I know you guys travel all the time. You've got a lot going on. You're running three businesses. Here's the deal. It's because it's that simple. So when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge. I pull out the dog's wet food and the AG1. I pour my AG1. And if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food. And we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling... What I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that especially on the road when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I'm AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AG1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is, or maybe your life is simple and you're gonna add something extra simple to it. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you wanna take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with Beate Chalette? I'm going first. Yeah, I know. I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to go first. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> oh, she start laughing, y'all. She said gut busting belly laugh when, especially if someone is trying to demean you. And specifically, she was talking about that office thing. I said we would talk about it later. When somebody tells you that you're, you know, that when they're trying to demean you or take power away. She said, laugh about it instead of acknowledging it. Because when you acknowledge it, you're actually feeding into the lie. You're feeding into that manipulation. When you laugh at the thing that they just said, you can, you're effectively stopping it. You're deflating it. And then you can say, we're going to go right back to, oh, so the point I was trying to make is, or the thing we were just discussing is, right? And you're literally, you're causing a conversational interrupt you're actually shocking the rest of the room you're shocking everybody else whoa what what is happening you're actually allowing them to move on past that demeaning thing that, that person and also you're showing the room how much of an idiot that person is yeah because the whole room you shocked the room and then they saw you like take your power back and move on it yeah, lets like, them oh my gosh that's so 1994 all right so what we were talking about is like you could do things like that yeah, and it really does make everyone else in the room come back to you, which is the whole point. They're not like stuck on the, oh my God, I can't believe that dude said that thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought it was brilliant. I really, truly wish I'd known her when I was doing corporate fitness because <laughs> there are definitely a few men in that room. I wish I could have just laughed out loud instead of just being like. Not only the men though, definitely she was discussing the men, but yeah, your, your had... boss was challenging i'll be i'll be clear because i have a couple of my old bosses who might listen to this podcast hi ladies i love you a particular general manager at the club who was just an awful person to me yes and i really wish i had this skill set because i like i have 
I can think back to every single meeting where she demeaned me. And while everyone in the room, including the men, could see what she was doing, and they would come to me afterwards, I didn't have time for them to come to me afterwards and support me afterwards in my office. I had the work to do that I was being demeaned about. Yep. So, like, I wish I had had this. So, everyone, please, I want to know if you use this skill set. Please tell us. Tag the Beat Pod, and we'll share it as a bold moment for sure. Yeah, so share us your bold moments. Okay. So, what about you? All right. My biggest takeaway. This is my perfectionist. You're listening. I know you. Hello. You are prohibited from taking failure personally. This is so key. There's no logic in blaming yourself. No logic. doesn't make any sense to blame yourself. And the road to failure should take going forward. It like, should be a cul-de-sac. It's basically. like a cul-de-sac. Like, yeah. like people go, it's two steps forward, one step back. But really it's, oh, hello. Oh, that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to turn around and come back. I'm like, you'll have the route better. You'll know things better. I think what she was saying with this is with the failure when what, the emotion of the failure, instead of it being like a stopping point, it comes to you and stops. It, you need to treat it like a cul-de-sac. So the emotion comes in, you are allowed to feel it, but then that emotion needs to leave because it, you can't just wallow in it forever. Well, well just because we haven't had an actual episode or talked about the publicly like this about the websites, you got emails, but and you got to read our stuff. I'm so proud of us. Like at no point did we go, this is personal. And at no point did I think, or we think that, oh my God, everyone's going to leave us. We thought we, we have to move fast. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely trusted that the efforts that we did through our communities going prior to that, like really allowed us to have, have some leeway in people understanding the situation. Heck, Instagram went down for eight hours and like people still use it. But I know that we did not take the websites going down personally. Like, this is our fault. This is something that we did. We should have been better. It's like, we actually did the fucking best we could with what we knew. And now we know better, so we have to do better. And so it's feel the feelings and let that go. That's so important with everything, y'all. It's really important that you're not telling a story about yourself, about some failure. I hear people all the time who are like, this thing, this one day, and they just keep telling the story over and over again. And guess what? You get to keep it. So you don't have to let a failure just be something that's personal. She actually says you're prohibited. So that is probably one of the, the few yeah. stake in the ground things that's like very black and white. You're prohibited from taking failure personally. I think that's great. What a great way to live. Yeah. And I, th I feel like it's probably from like lessons learned over time. It's a conclusion that she drew, I feel like, from going through things herself. Absolutely. So, yeah. But guess what? No longer, y'all, with the age of the internet and with all these amazing women who are like, breaking glass ceilings and then telling you how to do it. We don't actually have to go through all the steps ourselves to, I'm going to learn it my way. We've talked about this before. My cousin Eddie, I'm going to, I want to win the case by myself. And it's like, okay, but what if you won all the cases because someone helped you? Like in this case, yes, she probably learned from personal life lessons, but she's here sharing it with you so that if you are 25 years old, listen to this podcast, what if you could go the rest of your life not taking failure personally? You didn't have to wait till you're 50 to learn this lesson. And if you're already 50 learning this lesson, guess what? We're all living to 100 fucking anyway. So now you have the rest of your life to not like to learn. We don't, you don't have to learn things personally all the time. We can learn it from other people. That's why these podcasts exist. We're so glad you're here listening to us. I know. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. All right. How are you going to use these tips in your life? I want to know. You're going to tag the Be It Pod. You're going to share them with us. You can send your questions in. However you like to share episode, it's always really great. Leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. It actually really does help us get this podcast out. We have some amazing wins for the podcast that we can't announce yet. 
but we'll announce soon. You'll start to hear them. We've got some great collaborations and partnerships, and it's because of you. It's because of how engaged you are, how fired up you are, and how much you share this episode. So thank you. We couldn't do without you, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. Under the sea. <laughs> We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. You sure? Yeah. What are you talking about? I missed May. Oh yeah, you totally the entire did. month of May. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you did. Woo. That's what I'm here for. <laughs>Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi, and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.